0: Welcome to Michelle Donatian Ministries, where Jesus is everything. Welcome to today's installment, and we are on today, Tuesday, the 28th of January 2020. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. I am so excited to begin reading in the book of Numbers, chapter 19. God is doing great and mighty things and if you will allow Him to in your own life and in your own family, He will do great and mighty things as well. I'm going to pray for you now before I go on because that is the right way to move forward. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you right now that you will touch each heart, Lord God. Let them hear what you have for them to hear, Lord God. Open up their ears, let the scales fall off their eyes, Lord God, that they may see what you want them to see. Give them spiritual eyes, Lord God. Give them a heart of repentance, Lord, that each one here will repent, Lord God. And as they do, wash them with your blood, cleanse them from all unrighteousness, Lord God. I thank you and I praise you. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Friends, I'm just here listening and thinking and and listening to the Lord and thinking about how wonderful the Lord God is. And as you read his word, you begin to learn more and more and more about him. And as you allow him to just melt your heart, you begin to see things in a way that you never saw them before. One of the things that I've been blown away by is how God is so powerful. And He uses us and He gives us authority. But He wants us to take up our cross daily. He wants us to lay down our life and join in His suffering, fellowship in His suffering. And it's beautiful and incredible and touching, and it is what the Lord has called us to do. He's called us to rejoice when we suffer. Do we rejoice? Do we think about this when we, as Christians, when we suffer, when we're persecuted, when we go through difficult things? Do we rejoice? Because the Bible says that that's what we're supposed to do. The Bible tells us that we are to be part of His suffering, to take fellowship in His suffering, to be joyful about it. When I think about the Word of God and I think about the things that we pick and choose to listen to and to, to accept, this is one of those things that many of us have not chosen to receive because I think many of us put it out of our minds. I think we, we pick up the Word of God and there are many, many things that we want to hear, but this is one of those things that it's not easy to hear, to do, and that's what the Bible tells us, to be doers of the word, not just hearers of it, to be doers of the word. So I challenge you here today and I, I challenge you here today that as you sit and listen to this word of God and you let your children hear the word of God and you choose, you say, I'm going to live according to the word of God, that this is part of what you do as well. That you lay down your life and you take up your cross and you live the way Jesus lived. As he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, he didn't want to have to die the painful, agonizing death that he did. Remember, if you read in his word, you'll see that he asked the Lord God if there was any way for that cup to pass from his hands. And clearly the Lord said no, because then we see him answering saying Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Are we willing to say that in our own lives? Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. If we make Jesus the Lord of our lives, we make him the ruler of our lives. And we allow him to move. And as we suffer in the things that he allows us to suffer in, we rejoice. If we live for Jesus Christ, if we live in him and he is in us, we have, we have the responsibility and the joy of suffering with him, of fellowshipping in his suffering. Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and he died so that we could live today the victorious life. So friends, as you listen to his word here today, I implore you to rejoice in his suffering to take fellowship in it. As we begin to read his word, you're going to learn more and more about what he has to say. And as you learn more about what he has to say, you'll learn how to live today. Join me here today as we begin in the book of Numbers chapter 19. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord hath commanded saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring thee a red heifer without spot, wherein is no blemish, and upon which never came yoke. And ye shall give her unto Eleazar the priest, that he may bring her forth without the camp, and one shall slay her before his face. And Eleazar the priest shall take of her blood with with his finger, and sprinkle of her blood directly before the tabernacle of the congregation seven times. And one shall burn the heifer in his sight, her skin and her flesh and her blood with her dung shall he burn. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Then the priest shall wash his clothes and he shall bathe his flesh in water. And afterward he shall come into the camp, and the priest shall be unclean until the even. And he that burneth her shall wash his clothes in water, and bathe his flesh in water, and shall be unclean until the even. And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, and lay them up without the camp in a clean place, and it shall be kept for the congregation of the children of Israel, for a water of separation. It is a purification for sin. And he that gathereth the ashes of the heifer shall wash his clothes, and be unclean until the even. And it shall be unto the children of Israel, and unto the stranger that sojourneth among them, for a statute forever. He that toucheth the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. He shall purify himself with it on the third day, and on the seventh day he shall be clean. But if he purify not himself the third day, then the seventh day he shall not be clean." Whosoever toucheth the dead body of any man that is dead, and purifieth not himself, defileth the tabernacle of the Lord. And that soul shall be cut off from Israel, because the water of separation was not sprinkled upon him, he shall be unclean. His uncleanness is yet upon him. This is the law, when a man dieth in a tent, all that come into the tent, and all that is in the tent, shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel which hath no covering bound upon it is unclean. And whosoever toucheth one that is slain with a sword in the open fields, or a dead body, or a bone of a man, or a grave, shall be unclean seven days. And for an unclean person they shall take of the ashes of the burnt heifer of purification for sin, and running water shall be put thereto in a vessel. And a clean person shall take hyssop and dip it in the water and sprinkle it upon the tent and upon all the vessels and upon the persons that were there and upon him that touched a bone or one slain or one dead or a grave. And the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day, day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even. But the man that shall be unclean and shall not purify himself, that soul shall be cut off from among the congregation, because he hath defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of separation hath not been sprinkled upon him. He is unclean. And it shall be a perpetual statute unto them, that he that sprinkleth the water of separation shall wash his clothes, and he that toucheth the water of separation shall be unclean until even. And whatsoever the unclean person toucheth, shall be unclean, and the soul that toucheth it shall be unclean until even. Numbers chapter 20 Then came the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, into the desert of Zin in the first month. And the people abode in Kadesh, and Miriam died there, and was buried there. And there was no water for the congregation. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. And the people chode with Moses and spake, saying, Would God that we had died with our when our brethren died before the Lord? And why have ye brought up the congregation of the Lord into this wilderness that we and our cattle should die there? And wherefore have ye made us to come up out of Egypt, to bring us into this evil place? It is no place of seed, or of figs, or of vines, or of pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they fell upon their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared upon them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the rod, and gather thou the assembly together. Thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water, and thou shalt bring forth to them water out of the rock. So thou shalt give the congregation, and their beasts drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord, as he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation before the rock, and he said unto them, Hear now, ye rebels, must we fetch you water out of this rock? And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their beasts also. And the, Lord, and, the, and the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believed me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the water of Meribah, because the children of Israel strove with the Lord, and he was sanctified in them. And Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Eden. Thus saith thy brother Israel, Thou knowest all the travail that hath befallen us. How our fathers went down into Egypt, and we have dwelt in Egypt a long time. And the Egyptians vexed us and our fathers. And when we cried unto the Lord, he heard our voice, and sent an angel, and have brought us forth out of Egypt. And behold, we are in Kadesh, a city in the uttermost of thy border. Let us pass, I pray thee, through thy country. We will not pass through the fields or through the vineyards, neither will we drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand nor to the left, until we have passed thy borders. And Edom said unto him, Thou shalt not pass by me, lest I come out against thee with the sword. And the children of Israel said unto him, We will go by the highway, and if I and my cattle drink of thy water, then I will pay for it. I will only, without doing anything else, go through on my feet. And he said, Thou shalt not go through. And Edom came out against him with much people and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to give Israel passage through his border. Wherefore, Israel turned away from him. And the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, journeyed from Kadesh and came unto Mount Hor. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in Mount Hor by the coast of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron shall be gathered unto his people, for he shall not enter into the land which I have given unto the children of Israel, because ye rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son, and bring them up unto Mount Hor, and strip Aaron of his garments, and put them upon Eleazar his son, And Aaron shall be gathered unto his people and shall die there. And Moses did as the Lord commanded. And they went up into Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. And Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them upon Eleazar his son. And Aaron died there in the top of the mount. And Moses and Eleazar came down from the mount. And when all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead, they mourned for Aaron thirty days, even all the house of Israel. Numbers chapter 21. And when King Aaron the Canaanite, which dwelt in the south, heard tell that Israel came by the way of the spies, then he fought against Israel and took some of them prisoners. And Israel vowed a vow unto the Lord and said, If thou wilt indeed deliver this people into my hand, then I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered up the Canaanites, and they utterly destroyed them and their cities. And he called the name of the place Hormah, And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Eden. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have, we, have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread." And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord, and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole, and it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a certain serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in Oboth. And they journeyed from Oboth and pitched in Ija-Abarim, in the wilderness which is before Moab, toward the sun rising. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zerod. From thence they moved, removed, and pitched on the other side of Arnon, which is in the wilderness that cometh out of the coasts of the Amorites. For, for Anon, Arnon is the border of Moab between Moab and the Amorites. Wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, We what he did in the Red Sea and in the brooks of Arnon, and at the stream of the brooks that goeth down to the dwelling of Ar, and lieth upon the border of Moab, And from thence they went to Beer. That is the well there whereof the Lord spake unto Moses. Gather the people together and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song. Spring up, O well, sing ye unto it. The princes digged the well. The nobles of the people digged it. By the direction of the lawgiver with their staves. And from the wilderness they went to Metana. And from Matanah to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamoth, and from Bamoth in the valley that is in the country of Moab to the top of Pizca, of Pizka, which looketh toward Jeshimon. And Israel sent messengers into unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, Amorites, saying. Let me pass through thy land. We will not turn into the fields or into the vineyards, and we will not drink of the waters of the well, but we will go along by the king's highway until we be past thy borders. And Sihon would not suffer Israel to pass through his border. But Sihon gathered all his people together and went out against Israel into the wilderness. And he came to Jehaz and fought against Israel. And Israel smote him with the edge of the sword and possessed his land from Arnon, unto Jabbok, even unto the children of Ammon. For the border of the children of Ammon was strong. And Israel took all these cities, and Israel dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon, and in all the villages thereof. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab, and taken all his land out of his hand, even unto Arnon. Wherefore they that speak in Proverbs say, Come into Heshbon, let the city of Sihon be built and prepared, for there is a fire gone out of Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon. It hath consumed Ar of Moab and the lords of the high places of Arnon. Woe to thee, Moab, thou art undone, O people of Chemosh. He hath given his sons that escaped and his daughters into captivity unto Sihon, king of the Amorites. We have shot at them, Heshbon is perished even unto Dibon, and we have laid them waste even unto Nopha, which reacheth unto Mediba. Thus Israel dwelt in the land of the Amorites, and Moses sent to spy out Jazer, and they took the villages thereof, and drove out the Amorites that were there. And they turned and went up by the way of Bashan, and Og, the king of Bashan, went out against them, he and all his people, to the battle at Edrei. And the Lord said unto Moses, Fear him not, for I have delivered him into thy hand, and all his people and his land, and thou shalt do to him as thou didst unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, which dwelt at Heshbon. So they smote him, and his sons, and all his people, until there was none left him alive, and they possessed his land. Well, friends, we are at the end here for today, and we're going to be starting with uh, chapter 22 tomorrow, where we're going to be talking about um, the people as they continue to travel through different lands and as they begin to take the lands. You see, Israel, as you read, as you listened and read, Israel continually, continually turns back. And the Bible tells us that anyone who turns back, that takes his hand to the plow and turns back, is not worthy, is not worthy to serve the Lord. He's not worthy. So these people continually turned back, turned back, turned back. God delivered them, then they turned back. Oh, we wish we had this. And why did you deliver us out of the hands of Egypt? Why did you take us out? We we had fish to eat. We had cucumbers to eat. We had pomegranates to eat. We had water. We had this. We had that. They couldn't open up their eyes and see what God had done. These things were right in front of their eyes, but they chose to stay blind. Friends, let us, as we go to the Lord in prayer, remember to allow God to be God in our lives, that we may not be blind, that we may open up our eyes and see even the things that we think may be difficult that God wants us to see. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today with each one. I lift each one up before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Father God, to give them strength that they may not continue to look away. They may not continue to allow the, 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 the scales to be on their eyes. Lord, I ask you to clear the scales off their eyes. Give them a fresh new heart, Lord God. In Jesus' precious name, and all God's people said, amen. Well, friends, I'm so grateful that you listened here today. Share this with your children. Share it with your husband. Share it with your wife. Listen to it together. I've told you many, many times, and this is what the Lord always reminds me of, and it is so beautiful. If you want to get to know Jesus, if you want to be a believer, if you want to walk, live the Christian life, you've got to get to know Jesus. And if you want to get to know Jesus, you've got to get to know his word. You've got to read the word because he is the word of God. May God be with you as you go. I bless you. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing this time with me. And more importantly, I'm so grateful that you have taken the time to hear the word of God. It will change you and you'll never be the same. Your families will never be the same again. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Michelle Donatian Ministries. You can also go to my website at MichelleDonatian.com and tune in again tomorrow the past two um, days we um, switched things up a little bit and we did not broadcast at our normal broadcasting time so if you're tuning in here today my apologies 11 o'clock a.m eastern standard time is the time of the broadcast and tomorrow of course and along down the line you'll see that um, you'll be able to tune in and listen but i really encourage you to listen to the word of god Eat it because it is bread. It will strengthen you. If you go without the word of God, you'll be weak. So I ask you to listen in, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your loved ones. If you'd like to send me a prayer request to Michelle at Outlook.com, feel free to send me an email there and I will be happy to lift you and your family up in prayer. God bless you. I love you.